Canadian musicians are thriving, playing your local venues. But are you missing out? It's time to go Under the Radar with Daily. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Under the Radar. My name's Daly. I know this is supposed to be a weekly program and it's looking a little bi-weekly lately. Uh, in a few weeks, things should get a little less busy and it'll get back on track. But right now, really stoked to have Matt Collier from the Planet Smashers on the program today. Matt has been on Under the Radar before because he's also the founder of Stomp Records. You can uh, I'll put a link to that interview up at our website if you want to check it out. Very cool chat about mu- the music industry nowadays. But now it's cool to have him on and talk about his band, the Planet Smashers, that have been a mainstay in the Canadian music scene for over 20 years. Awesome. So before we get into the interview, please like and subscribe to Under the Radar on iTunes. Uh, If you want to keep up to date, check me out on Facebook, hit me up on Twitter. And if you have any bands I should be checking out, send me a link. Always looking to have new bands featured on here. All right, let's get to the interview. So I start every interview off like this. Describe to me the kind of person who would not have a great time at a Planet Smasher show, and then the wow, kind of man. person who would have a great time at well, a Planet Smasher show. Well, I think a sad sack would have a bad time. You think <laughs> what? what? A, a sad sack. A sad sack. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you got to be a pretty sad person. You're pretty, uh, you know, I mean, it's hard not to. You know, like, we're, it's, it's a party atmosphere. People get pretty... Uh, happy and they dance a lot and you know kind of freak out so it's a good time so anyone who would have a good time is just not a sad sack then eh i think that would be it if you have a good time in a smash show then you are not officially a sad sack that's a good rite of passage to not being a sad sack there it is test it out (laughs) uh so planet smashers have been playing shows for over 20 years now so i don't mean to make you sound seasoned but i think it's safe to say you're veterans of the canadian music scene Oh, yeah. (laughs) With all these shows under your belt, besides simply showing up, is there anything you guys have learned needs to happen to make sure a show goes well, or are there any rituals to kind of happen for it to make it a a good show? I mean, I I think it's it's really just positive vibes. I mean, you have to, um, you know, there's a lot of times when you're on the road for a while, you're kind of grumpy when you get out of that car or van or whatever you're traveling in. You just got to shake it off and realize that, you know, people are here to have a good time and, it's not so much about you. It's really, you know, you got to do your job and, <laughs> and and have a good time. So I think that's the secret for Planet Smashers is don't sip on that stage without, you know, being able to to shake off any worries you have and just uh, and, and have fun. With you guys having played shows all over and having a good time everywhere and knowing we're all guys with jobs and families at this point, what's the difference in uh, planning a tour and booking shows you'll know you'll get a good time out of opposed to cities that you haven't been to in a long time or maybe have yet to go to? Do you guys weigh the options on that one when you're planning your shows out? A little. I mean, it's a little bit of both. It's kind of like, well, we've never been there before. We should check it out. You know, we're curious to see what it's like, you know. Um, but at the same time, we're unsure if it's going to be a good show. And because, like you said, we, you know, we're not full-time touring band anymore, you know, we want to play shows that are going to be good. So it, it's, a bit of, it's a balance in between. And I have to say that Timmins is, is somewhat, you know, that kind of experiment right now. We haven't played Timmins since, I think, uh, Snow Jam 2001. Snow Jam, wow. <laughs> 2001, and we played at some big rec center with AFI and 
and a bunch of other bands. I can't remember who else was on that. It was a fun show, though. Oh, I think it was Death by Stereo, AFI, Sick of It All, all these hardcore bands, and then us. <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun, but that was a long time ago. So 15 years later, it's time to make the triumphant return. <laughs> there it is. And the other, only other time we ever played Timmins, we played some really cool like liquor bar, and we got completely destroyed. And I think we got scabies at the end, but I don't know for sure. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, uh, that's quite a different switch from Snow Jam. <laughs> <laughs> we, we flew with the guy who was like, hey, I can't pay you, but you can have as much liquor as you want. And we're like, oh, okay, well, that sounds like fun. So we went there. It was my birthday. And I got completely hammered, and I remember I could either play guitar or I could sing, but I couldn't do both. So <laughs> that did not make for a very professional set, I'll tell you. <laughs> but that's just how you make sure the band doesn't get mad. How can I make sure the band doesn't get mad when I can't pay them? Get them drunk. Yeah, well, that was it. I think the next morning we went back to get our gear, and he was still there at the bar on the table with his Planet Smasher shirt as a pillow. Oh my god! Yeah, it was a disaster. That we were young then, man. Like we was, I would think that was '97. So I mean, like nothing. We could roll. We could do anything back then, you know. <laughs> but uh, these days, you know, it's a little more calculated. Our our partying. <laughs> yeah, you pay for it, right? Yep. Now I, I've noticed, um, like on the upcoming shows, you have back-to-back dates in uh, Quebec, and then some back-to-back dates in Toronto. Why the back-to-back shows when you're planning them out? Well, it's something we want to try. We were like. Thinking about, there, there are smaller clubs than we would normally play in those cities. And we were like, well, we could do, this is something we, we want to do. We were like, we'll, we'll do a Life of the Party album on one night, and then we'll do something special the other night. In Toronto, we're doing a, like a request night. Nothing like, it's not like earth shattering, but it'll be fun. Oh, cool. Yeah, and then in uh, Quebec City, we're going to do the specials, uh, self-titled album, Top to Bottom. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're just uh- going to cover that, and that'll be interesting. Because I don't think it'll be very tight, but it'll be interesting. <laughs> Can you practice on the road? <laughs> well, it's tricky. <laughs> you can kind of like review on the road, but you can't really. It's hard. Yeah, the van would get very loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned um, like doing certain songs at set shows because I was looking at your set list from Fest, and there's obviously a lot of songs you can't fit into your set now because you have so many songs. So is there anything you won't play live anymore? Man, it's... You know, I wouldn't say we won't play. I would say that we aren't, that we're not playing right now. There's a bunch of songs that, you know, the songs like 10 to 15 or whatever, 10 to 13, like the last few songs on any album, you generally don't play, you know? Yeah. <laughs> There's a little dark spot there on almost every album. We always try not to make that happen, but it's supposed to be, that's kind of like the interesting part of the album where you put songs on that you wouldn't normally do. Um, and that those are songs that generally we don't play live because they're more experimental and and they don't come across, they don't work well live. But, uh, you know, with that said, I, I think it's safe to say we will not play uh, from Attack of the Planet Smashers. No, no, from No Self-Control, we will not play She's Late. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is there a specific reason? <laughs> I don't know how to play it. <laughs> I don't think we've ever played it live. i got to be honest, I don't, I don't think we've ever played that song live. <laughs> but, I mean, there's songs off of Life of the Party that we'd never play live until Pooza. So, I mean... You know, maybe She's Late will be in the set list uh, four months from now. I have no idea, but it, it could creep in. Like you said, we have, uh, I think, seven albums, 12 to 14 songs on each album, if not more. So you got a lot of songs to choose from packing into a 20-song set, 20 set list. It reminds me of uh, Blink-182 when they unleashed, what was it, I Miss You? And yeah. The song took over the world, and then they didn't play it live for two years because they couldn't figure out how to do it live, but it was their biggest song. <laughs> That's that's like that's classic, you know. Yeah. I, there's, there's other bands that that have happened too as well, 
And uh, they're just like, well, we can't do it. We can't pull it off. I'm like, well, you have to. You have no choice. But a band like Blink actually plays their mu- mu- uh, instruments, so other bands would just use dats, which is what happens now. Yeah. <laughs> just fake it. They just do lip syncing. If you're lucky, they're lip syncing. Sometimes they're not even doing that. It's always funny when you see them yelling over top of the song they're supposedly singing right now. Yeah, yeah. That's so, it. So ska music, it's uh, it's definitely an underground kind of music. I mean, you hear elements of it in some pop songs, or you'll hear breakdowns that have ska elements in popular rock songs nowadays, but it seems to have shied away from the mainstream audience. So when are the Planet Smashers going to sell out and write a generic radio rock song? Oh, we try all the time. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, like you said, we've been around for 20 years. We've we flirted with, with commercial radio, you know, back when it was popular, like in, in you know, the late 90s and early uh, 2000s there we did have songs on the radio but nothing like mainstream just all the alt rock stations were playing it um but there's no like it doesn't need to be on the radio to be quite honest it, it's it's just like a lot of other forms of music there's an underground scene subculture that supports it and that scene you know back in the old days it was like newsletter is how they found out or and then eventually emails the, the, the blog email and now it's just so easy with facebook and whatnot to get the word out to the people that support that kind of subculture that's awesome yeah that's it, one thing that surprises me about timmins being a smaller community is how many people do turn up for these shows these punk shows that roll through well it seems like you got something really good going on it seems like johnny and whoever else is supporting that scene in the working class the venue there it really sounds like something good's happening, and, and that's cool. Well, it seems like the whole Stomp family is rolling through lately, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we get to come up, because, you know, I book a lot of those shows that go into work, working class. <laughs> it was kind of almost as a joke when I first emailed them. I was like, hey, I know you mentioned that you wanted us to come to your to come to Timmins for a festival he was working on in the summer, but is there any way we could do a club gig? And he's like, yeah, man, let's do it. <laughs> so this is going to be one of the smaller shows we'll play probably all year. Yeah. And that's going to make it really fun. That's the thing. It's like uh, those smaller shows are always better with the band. So when anything ever comes up here, you go see it. Because yeah, man. I mean, that's it. You know, you know you're going to go see this band in a small club that you wouldn't otherwise have the chance doing if you lived in the big cities or whatnot. Um, it's really special. So, And we're playing with good friends. We're playing with a band called Boyd's. Yeah, I saw them when they rolled through last time. That was an awesome show. Yeah, they're killer good. Um, the drummer is actually in Creepshow, too. So he's been there a few times. Oh, is he? I, oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I was at the Creep Show show uh, last weekend. <laughs> well, actually, I guess he's kind of the fill-in drummer now. I don't really know. He might be the, the real drummer now, but the there, whatever the drummer that was in the band um, became a dad, so he's like doing the dad thing for a little while. Uh, responsibilities. You know what it's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we're stoked for the show. We're going to end it off with uh, anyone, any Planet Smasher song. So what do you want people listening to hear? Oh, let's play Blind. Blind? Yeah, from uh, No Self Control. It's one of my favorites. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? It honestly, it was the last track that we put on the record. Everyone was tired, and I brought it in. I said, "Hey, I have one more that I really want to do." And uh, only one guy in the band was like, "Yeah, okay, let's do it." The drummer was so mad when he was drumming in the, like the drummer room there that you can hear it through the tape. He hits the, the drum so hard, and it <laughs> makes the song so good because he was so mad when he drummed it. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes, sometimes those things happen, little magical things that happen in studio. Even when it's a horrible thing, it ends up working. <laughs> 